Why are you so quiet? <laughs> I don't know. I was waiting to see what you were going to do. Don't wait for me. Do your own thing. Start your own business. Oh, okay. Wells Fargo, our new sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be crazy if we did get Wells Fargo. That'd be really crazy. I would say, give me all my money back for those fees that you had for me in the 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. All the bank fees, overdraft fees. Uh-huh. Oof. Low interest rates. Do you remember? This is a memory that will never leave my mind. Is buying a thirty-five dollar bagel. Oh yeah, I got, I got, uh, mm. I got Missy Elliott. I got a Missy Elliott album on Half dot com <laughs> for three dollars. It turned out to be thirty-three dollars. Yep. Yep. That was that was amazing. Good times. So fun. It was amazing. So we just saw a movie. We did. And my name is Josh. I'm I Michelle. Am a Gemini. Billy Ray Capricorn. Watch one of our previous episodes <laughs> on trading places. That is an ad for sure. So yeah, we saw what movie did we see. We watched Project Power. Not Project Blood, LA Collective, but the movie Project Power. Project Power. Starring Jamie Foxx and Joseph, Joseph Gordon, Gordon Levitt. Levitt. And, and two young ladies. Dominique Fishburne. Fishburne? Fishbeck. Fishburne. <laughs> Fish scales. Mm. Sorry, got that wrong. It's Dominique Fishback. Mm, nothing like a fishback. Yeah. I bet you her middle school and times no. were fun. Yes. What took you so long? I don't know. To agree. I, I You're was... like, well, was that a joke or is that serious? Why would that be serious? No, in my head, I was going on a different train of thought because uh-huh. I was like, oh, her name is Fishback. And we're going to talk about something from the ocean later. And that's where fish live. Fish do live in the ocean. <laughs> so my brain was going somewhere else. They do live in the ocean. You not where yours is. Yeah. They also live in bowls and tanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She does not. And they live for a small, short while on land. Oh, okay. Short. Very short. Not very short. It's actually pretty traumatizing. Why are you Why are you bringing this up? I didn't. You brought it up. No. Yeah, you did. You talked about fish backs, and then that brought me. Well, let's to talk get this about... started. Oh yeah. Okay. What What have you been up to? Um, I don't remember. Is it weird that we do this, considering we live together and we're with each other, like? This All isn't the for time. us. This isn't for us. Do people care? I wonder. I don't know. People say they like our banter. Okay. So then this is part of the banter. <laughs> okay. They might be interested in This what, is the what? only part they like. They just yeah, turn it off. Like, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't care what you say about movies. about movies yeah. at all. All we want to do <laughs> is hear you say random crazy things. That'd be a lot easier of a podcast because then we wouldn't have to edit anything. It's called, hey, we're just talking here. <laughs> that's the that's, spinoff. That's coming out in 2021. Yeah. Um, I, I've been, I've been working. I've been trying to get used to working. Still. Um, still. Uh, Wait, how long have you been at your job now? This will be. A month, right? No, well, it's past a month. Oh. It was a month on the 5th, July si- or 6th. Oh, right. August what 6th. Is this? So this will be coming up on two months. Oh, it's almost September. Yeah. Well, it is, no, it's, yeah, it's August. Um, well, I've also been teaching 
um, on Tuesdays, which has turned out to be a lot more work than I thought because you don't, I thought working from home would, teaching from home would be easier, like teaching a class from home would be easier, Mm -hmm. but your time is never really solidified. You teach that amount of time and then people just email you randomly throughout the evening, night and day being like, hey, I didn't do the homework because my dog ate my computer. Can I like turn my stuff in late? And then you're like, no. And then (laughs) they tell you something really personal and you're like, you should have led with that. And yeah, it's just kind of when you're working a full-time job and then you're teaching, like, I love teaching, but under many of the circumstances that we're in right now with COVID and all this stuff, and I'm trying to get something off the ground. Well, and it's my... just doing both. Yeah. Makes it really difficult. Right. Like full-time job and teaching two classes makes right. it more difficult to manage. Yeah. and In a fun way. Right. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, I've, I've spent the last eight years freelancing and trying to prove myself and whatever that's called and, you know, getting not paid for a ton of stuff, like learning things for the sake of learning them with the possibility that somebody may ask me, Hey, do you know this thing? And so I spent a lot of time that I could have been doing being a musician, um, being kind of like a sideman or a behind the scenes tech person or whatever. So now that I, and teaching as well, and now that I have like a full-time job that is a tech job that it, that, you know, seems like everybody likes me and it's a, a sustainable job. Like I'm not going to be fired in the next month. Um, I'm kind of like, you know, why use, why use up more of my life to work more when I've spent all this time working so much and why don't I use my life to actually, um, you know, make, just make work and then make music and then, and yeah. then do have fun, do whatever. It's just a transition. Yeah. So it's maybe like, time to set down the teacher hat. Yeah. Like I still want to do one-on-one. So if anybody's right. watching and that kind of thing, like I'm all Listening, down for one Josh, again, we're not on TV. <laughs> what? You say that a lot. If anyone's watching. Whatever. <laughs> um, it's just classes. If somebody's watching, it's super creepy because that means they're like outside <laughs> they're <laughs> with like, binoculars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, I, yeah, I like teaching. But one-on-ones are definitely great. But yeah, Classes but so are good. if anybody needs, yeah. you know what? Let's do some plugs here. If anybody needs a one-on-one lesson for Ableton Live, hit up Josh. Soon to be Max for Live or Max. Exactly. Way better. Find he's how do how do the people find you, Josh? Joshspoon.com. There you go. Also, what else can you find at Joshspoon.com? Music. Yeah, give it a listen, people. <laughs> what am I? Eight-year-old. <laughs> yeah. What else can you find at Joshua.com? <laughs> Music? No, it's I'm giving you the this camera, this camera, this camera. Tell the people uh, what you got going on in your life. Oh, you're making me sad about COVID. Hot I miss ones. the the hot ones. The in real person. hot ones episodes. Yeah, it's it's not as great during the people. Tuesday. If you have not discovered hot ones on, on YouTube? YouTube, you're welcome. Go look That's it right. up. It's uh, it's wonderful, and there are a lot of seasons. That you can watch. This, I think they're on season 10 right mm-hmm. now. But now they're in COVID season. COVID and so season. they're COVID doing this whole um, eating chicken wings via Zoom. Zoom and wings. Which is not as much fun to watch. No, it's not, sadly. But it's, you know, the but host. I hope they keep doing it. Sean Evans. Evans is. Diddy. Pretty. Sean, Sean Evans. Combs. Diddy. <laughs> Sean Combs. 
take that. Take that. He's pretty cool. Um, he's got some pretty cool uh, interview skills. Yeah. Um, but he's Nardwar for but chicken that's wings. Not, this podcast is about movies. So. Yeah. You know what we didn't do this week? What? We, what I don't know. We did not really in, until today. We did not do laundry, um, but also we did not have any one wheel adventures. What do you? Oh, you mean until today? Yeah, until today. Because you know why? It's hot up That's in here. Right. There's fires. There's Satan breathing <laughs> on most on of California. California. Yeah. He's just like. <sighs> yeah. And I know it's hot in Texas too. It's hot in a lot of places. Yeah. There's uh, hurricanes. Sorry, Laura Holt. The one's named after you. It's called Laura yeah. Holt. No, it's just Laura. <laughs> I started complaining on Facebook. Yeah, Hurricane Laura. Shout out to Laura Holt. Um, and uh, yeah, it's there's a lot hot. going on, but it's been hot, so we did not ride because that's not very enjoyable. Nope. We don't do well in the heat. Some well, I mean, I don't. You know, growing up in Texas, it was just hot, so it is what it is. But when, since we moved to California. I adapted very quickly and I enjoy the not hot all the timeness. And so when it's hot, because it's only 90 degrees here, you know, that's not that big a deal in Texas. Well, it was more than 90 this week. <laughs> yeah. It's been, yeah. Well, I'll say for me, I think for me, it's mainly the obligation of life that <laughs> makes you realize that it's hot. Like when you're a kid, you don't what? have... You don't have any responsibilities of really th anything to think about. So if it's hot, you're usually going from the car to school. Someone else mm, is driving. That's true. Right? So that's not really a problem. You don't have to drive while being hot. And then you also don't have to shop, you know, go get, forget your, you left a, uh, a soda in the car um, you know, think about all the things you have to do in a day that involve outside. If you go outside, you're going outside to have fun. Right. You got sprinklers to run through. Yeah. Or Maybe even you're if you're just running pool. around, you're, yeah. even if you're just on your bike, Playing. then you come home and you watch Nickelodeon. And your no... air conditioned, hopefully air conditioned. Right. And place. you're not thinking about the air conditioning bill. Right. You're not thinking about. Definitely not how loud your TV is to compensate for the loud. Actually, I guess in Texas, you have a, usually a decent sounding AC, but we have window units. So Super we have to loud. like turn up and down the volume when gunshots come on because you know, we can't hear I over think, the air conditioner. I think I, the first, I mean, I think I probably complained about the heat, like as I was older, got older in Texas. Mm -hmm. And then we had that one place that did not have an AC, just the window units and it was wicked hot. Oh yeah, that was bad. always, and we just lay on the floor because it was so hot, yeah. and that was like that was breaking point. And then I remember when we were talking about leaving Dallas, and you were like, "We could move to Austin." I was like, "Nope, we are getting out of Texas. If we are moving, we are leaving this heat." And then we came to LA, and a couple weeks a year, it feels like Texas, and I can deal with it. But this has been one of those weeks. Wow. And I'm just happy we have an AC unit. Um, at least in the living room. What people have told me, it's gotten consistently hotter over the last 20 years. So by the time we global warming, kick the bucket, it'll be blazing hot over here. All right. Well, that's not fun. So let's move on. <laughs> Kicking the bucket or it being hot? All of it. None of it's fun. Don't it's be hot afraid right of now. It. We can't have the fans Embrace on because we got to record. And so that's right. 
We're getting hot. So this, this might, might be short. This might be a shorter episode. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. We talk a lot still. But two hour episode. That's your cue. What's my cue? For the next segment. What we've been watching. We've been watching. Have I done this one before? I think so. I don't maybe. think of oh, we've been watching. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I did not end it. Yeah. Good enough. Yeah. What have we been watching? I was trying to remember. You said the the we Desperados. Do- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We watched the um Desperados movie on Netflix last night with um Na- Nassim, uh, Nassim Pedrad. Pedrad? Pedrad. Pedrad. I think it's Pedrad. Yeah. I think so. I like her. She's good. Um, and then she was sort of teamed back up with um Oh, I had his name yesterday. Lamorne Morris, I think Maybe. it is. Sure. Winston from New Girl. I like to she, back yeah, she together was, again. She wasn't mean. Well, she was, but she wasn't like the usual mean character she usually plays. She wasn't mean on New Girl. Yeah, she was. She was kind of like stern and. She well, was she was kinda, a cop. I, but that's what I'm saying. She oh, was still okay. mean. She usually hmm. plays somebody who's like, I know everything. I and think shut more up. stern, not mean. Uh, she was mean. Hmm. So, um, yeah, she wasn't fun like everybody else. She was very like authoritative, so mm. I take that as mean. Okay, I don't know. I, I read it differently. Mm. You're wrong. Okay. Um, <gasps> no. So I don't remember what else we've watched. Well, that was we a cute Handmaid's movie. Handmaid's Tale. Um, we did finish Handmaid's Tale. Or I see, do have, up to season three. Yeah, I have thoughts on Handmaid's Tale. Mm-hmm. Here's a little advice: if you have not watched it, watch and, it with your parents. <clears throat> I no. Eh. Mm. Mm. So, but I don't think if it's you're, that weird of a thing to watch. Okay, but if you're one of those people like me who is sensitive to what they watch and they kind of internalize, are you telling characters them to watch it before they go to bed? No, that's my advice. Nope, mm-hmm. I am saying maybe binge watching that show is not the best idea. Binging anything is the best idea. No, alcohol, speed, uh, <laughs> French fries. Tale. Yeah, French fries. <laughs> Straight up canola oil. It's a heavy show. That's all I'm saying. I there were several nights I went to sleep and dreamt about Handmaid's Tale, and it was not happy. Were you a handmaid? I can't remember. I can't remember anymore. Hand model. I I don't think I was any of those. I don't remember. But it. I definitely woke up in a mood, and then the show is like at least for a woman, the whole you know the whole thing is just like women are in a crap situation, and so kind of made me feel like. Everything is evil. Everything is evil. So anyway, if you but if you were one of those people, you can watch whatever and it doesn't affect you. Cool, binge all you want. But I'm just giving a warning to the people who are sensitive. Right. If you watch, if you watch Friday the Thirteenth and then go right to bed and you smile like right. me, watch it. Josh anytime. can handle anything. I can handle anything. I'm like a goat with movies and TV shows. <laughs> yeah. Give me, give me those cans. <laughs> yeah. That didn't sound right. Yeah, no. That sounded like that Curb Enthusiasm episode. (laughs) That just sounded like Handmaid's Tale. (laughs) Give me those cans. No, that's against the the code. They demand, well, they demand you don't own your body. That's true, but they don't, they're they're only there for the ceremony. Mm. Most of them, you should be only there for the ceremony. Unless you're going to Jezebel's. That's right. No spoilers. Okay. So I don't know what else we've been watching. Something else, but a bunch I don't of other remember. stuff. I've been watching oh. Donut Media on YouTube. Uh, I don't what? even drive a lot of cars. Oh, that's, that's the car cars. thing. Yeah, all cars. 
So you like to watch a lot of YouTube videos where the host like screams all he does the, this. Yeah, <laughs> screams all the information at you, and I, I'm not a fan of not this. all the time. It's just wacky, weird things. Yeah, that's all. Okay, Minty kind of. We love Minty. That's another one you guys can look up. He's entertaining. He talks about movies. Also, um, he sort of kind of yells, but not really. Right? He's like, far he's away like, from the mic. Yeah. So, but your other guys, your video game guys and the car guys, like, scream into oh, yeah. a microphone. RGT85. I'm going to watch this <laughs> when we get done with Yeah, that's the guy really this. not a fan of the yelling. Nintendo Switch mm-hmm. eShop sales. Yeah, but he does give you information, so that's good. Uh, Anyway. Oh, but the other thing we've been watching is Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah, that's good. It's so good. Shout out to Ben Merritt again, our sponsor. We're using that money to watch Apple TV. Apple TV. It started out just for the Beastie Boys documentary, mm-hmm. and then we've forget to have, cancel. Forget to cancel. This is That's how, how they, they get you. This is how they get you. Yeah. This is how they get you. Um. Yeah, I think that's that's most of it. But I really enjoyed Ted Lasso. It's um a surprising show. It doesn't follow the sort of uh usual format of things. I think. Yes. And I, that's all I'm going to say, but it's a happy little show. Happy dappy. I think. All right. Cool. Let's jump into it. I guess that's it. All right. IMDB time. I am JS. Okay. I am MW. And you're not JS. Joshspoon.com. Dot com. (laughs) All right, guys. So jumping into Project Power. By the way, since we're ti- since I just said the title, what do you feel about the title? How do you feel about this title? Um, it's not memorable, but no, because we makes, can't remember what this movie is called. I think it's because it's two Ps, and also I I don't Netflix. The problem with streaming is that it doesn't really give you, for the most part, a relationship with anything you watch. It's just almost like a buffet. Actually, it's like the Japanese buffets where they bring um the food comes around in a conveyor belt. And you're kind of oh, like, okay. what's this? What's this? and after a while you just eat it. Oh, okay. you don't even. Know. It could be squid. It right. could be you no know, idea ham. what it's called. I, I don't know. Just whatever. So a movie comes on or is um, in the uh, uh, like what's coming next week, and you just add reminder, and then it shows up in your list, and you go, oh yeah, and you press uh, go or whatever, and then you're watching the movie, and <laughs> yeah. you're like, wait, what movie what is, is this? Called? How do I even recommend it? I don't even know. So I, I think- called it not limitless. Not earlier. Limitless. I couldn't remember what it was called, and and I I remember limitless with limits. Five yeah. Five minute limitless. Five, five minute limitless. Five minute. No. Five minute oh, no. limitless. Yo, have you seen the subway commercial? We're not talking it about gets subway stuck commercials. Stuck in my head every time. We're not Tristan talking about subway. We're not talking about subway about commercials. Five dollar footlongs and Charlie and out. his piano. I'm doing the editing. Don't cut it out. Okay. All right. IMDb. Out. I don't like the title. Like by Uncle the way. Joey. That was all. Okay. IMDb says, When a pill that gives its users unpredictable superpowers for five minutes hits the streets of New Orleans, a teenage dealer and a local cop must team with an ex-soldier to take down the group responsible for its creation. Bum, bum, That's pretty good. Yeah. It's more than one sentence, yeah. which it usually does. I mean, does. no, it was one. It was one very long sentence. Yeah, but, but it's a descriptive long. It was sentence. more than twelve words. Is there any commas in there? Yeah, one. But you know, usually 
you know, kind of. One is a loneliest comma you'll ever see. For these little synopsis, but that one was decent. Maybe they heard you. Maybe they've been they, listening they've to, been, the, yeah. to the pod, as the kids say. Yeah, they've been listening to the cast. <laughs> to the cast. <laughs> I just pictured a cast. I didn't I picture anything. I was going to say the P-cast, but that sounds weird. Mm. <laughs> Classy. All right. Well, there we go. Yeah, that, that sounds that sounds true. That sounds accurate. Um, so the, uh, I, uh, I like this movie. It, it's kind of like most Netflix action films. I feel like I like them. They, they do the job. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of like a decent meal. You're like, it does the job. Like I'm, I, I did eat, you mm-hmm. know? You I didn't did watch ha- a movie. I did. I didn't hate it by any means, and I, but I wasn't like, "Whoa!" There were things about it that I was. Oh, really... how does it compare? What's the other one we just watched recently, which actually could have been two months ago because I have no concept of time right now. <laughs> I'm like, that was 2018. Yeah, but it was another Netflix action movie. Um, Am I bright? No, it, no, it literally was in the last couple months, and we it had Mark Wahlberg in it. Oh, that movie. Yeah. Okay. So you like this movie better? Yeah, than yeah, yeah. Okay. But it was another action. It was another Netflix action flick. Yeah. Um. This had way more action than that. Yeah. This one was better. That one was more like action comedy. That. I w- yeah. Okay. So this is here's let's so just it's tomato, let's start. Tomato? Let's start with the bad. The bad thing about this was that it did do some elements of trying to be comedy. But it didn't do it enough and didn't do it well enough, so it was a little bit mm. strange. How do you mean? Who was trying um, to be comedic? They had a couple of like little jokes between Joseph Gordon-Levitt and the girl, and then between uh, Jamie Foxx and the the, the girl, mm-hmm. and they were kind of like flat. Like they were like, <laughs> but they, it wasn't like. I think part of it for me was that because to advance the story forward, they had to kind of. Um, is it pigeonholed? Yeah. The character development because mm. they had to. Yeah. This was not, nobody developed anywhere. Well, not even that, like their relationships. So Jamie Foxx's character goes from like, I'm going to kill your mother to her being like, I'm going to help you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And, and I understand it. It just seems like in that amount of time, there's no way in the world I would go from you're trying to kill my mother to let me help you. Um, with this project of saving your daughter. Right. I'd be like, peace out. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Well, so this movie got 60% tomato meter. Tomato, what? Rotten tomatoes. <laughs> I forgot what it's called. Uh, 60% rotten tomatoes and 51% popcorn audience score. So, surprisingly, the critics like this movie a tinge more than the audience. So. Yes. I was just going to pause and let you resituate yourself. If you wouldn't have said anything, oh, okay. there would have been no edit. Well, I thought you were going to have to. We don't no. have to edit. Um, <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. So fair, fair 60%. Um, I give it 70%. Like, okay. I feel like it was decent. Like, it's a passing grade. There, there was a lot of things in there that were really cool. So I think that's what kind of brings it up. But it's yeah. just like the that and like um, 
I thought it was good. I would give it a 65%, 65, 70. You think something is good with 65%? Well, 60% is is um, fresh tomato or whatever. Like, it's not a bad tomato. I don't 70%? know. 70%? As, yeah. as an educator, 65% oh, okay. is failing. Oh, okay. Well, as not an educator, I don't know. I thought it, I, I think 65, 70, maybe 75. I don't know. I think everybody, it's funny because I feel like everybody individually did really good. Yes. It was just kind of like bringing it all together. Yeah. Was not fully. This was kind of one of those movies and I, and I read some, a few little quotes that uh, sort of nailed it down where this movie, they said it was good because I feel like there's a lot of movies where it was almost done. Like if they had done a little bit more. It would have been really great. So this movie in particular, um, people feel that it spent like all the uh, effects were really good and they spent a lot of time on the action. But the character development, like you were saying, and like maybe for me, it was like the dialogue. Some of it was kind of cheesy. I actually wrote down a few um, that were a little cringy, but, um, (laughs) you know, it was kind of like almost there. But okay, so passing grade... Keeping that in mind, I would give this movie a 70 or 75. Because I persuaded you? Yeah. Let's, I'll settle at a 73. Uh, okay. But can I, can I give you my, can I give you my, my tidbits about the movie? Sure. Okay. Show me your tidbits. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So this movie, there was a bidding war for this movie. Ooh. Ooh. And Netflix won. And Against that, who? It doesn't say. Why? But they won, and that was in 2017. So this movie took a minute to make. Um, and then it was 80% finished when things went down, went into lockdown. So, um, wait, right? They had a bidding. Wait, they had a bidding war for the script. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah the story. They had a bidding war in 2017 for it gotcha. and Netflix won. And then they started filming and um, they. Oh, sorry. I have too many. I lost the Wikipedia page because I was looking up the shrimp. Um, but anyway, so too then tabs, bro. I can't remember when they started filming, but they were 80% done with the movie. So they had finished all the filming and all that. Um, and then everything went into lockdown in March. And so then they sent out computers to everybody and they finished all the um editing and sound and all that they finished everyone finished it remotely um i guess from their houses so like, like that guy did from the dnc yeah, with his yeah, shoes yeah. off and his yeah. shorts with his bare feet yeah and his shorts and his giant screens in his house um okay so that was one uh the scene which was one of my favorite scenes um you know the scene where the ice lady she was locked up in the mm-hmm. thing and yeah. then there's a fight breaks out around her and they shot it some of the fight they shot from the outside and then a lot of it they shot from the inside and we're seeing it from her perspective looking around did they did they edit out all the outside fights i don't even remember any of that like i remember the beginning part but then once she started like once it went offline and she started breaking down molecularly, it was just all from inside, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. We saw the fighting start from the outside. Oh, yeah, okay. And then we went to her and she started screaming. We're seeing her perspective now. Right. And so she starts, we see from her point of view, really, she's like looking around all this fighting going on around her, which I thought was really cool. And um, that scene took a year um, 
to do all of the visual effects for everything that went into mm. that scene, which now I'm thinking back. I'm like, now I want to go. I just want to watch that scene again because I didn't really realize I was paying attention to her. And then all of a sudden I realized like behind her, there was the fight scene going on. And I was like, oh, snap. There's like all this stuff happening back there. So then I started paying attention. Um, but now knowing that that scene took a year to complete, now I want to go back and watch again to be like, why? Like what was <laughs> going on? I don't know. But it could have been like they're just making her turn into ice. Who knows what, you know, they were doing. Well, there. we don't know what they, because they could have shot. They could have shot the fight from inside as one take and then her moving around as another take. Um, and then they had to do the the special effects on it. Like when we watched um, that video with the chick from the act where she's dancing on that Dance Dance Revolution thing and you find out it's it, it's all in a green screen except for the Dance Dance Revolution. Oh, yeah. And they're swirling what around. Was that the kissing booth or something? Yeah, the kissing booth too. They're swirling all around the the DDR um, thing, and there's people, and they're inside of an arcade, but actually they're on a green screen. And then they never showed in the video how they did the arcade area. Right. Like, did they film an arcade with people in it in a green screen, and then put those two green screens about together and composite the camera movement? Because all the camera movement has to be exactly right. the same and all that. So they could have done the same thing. Like they shot also, the fight scenes. Also, all of the fight scene could have been. That's true. You know, it generated or whatever. Yeah, it could it's be called. all fake. CG. Yeah. CGI. Yeah. Is it CG or CGI? People call it CG, just like they call it the gram. So. Okay. But it's CGI. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So, um, that was that was number three. I have a couple of these. Um, the there was okay. Last thing about the actual movie, um, as a whole, is there was a little bit of controversy. Because there were claims that this was a stolen idea from an Indian movie that has a name that I'm not going to try to pronounce because I don't want to butcher it. But um, essentially, it's a movie that came out in 2016, and it is about a like a a cop that's been suspended for something, and he's trying to track down this chemical drug maker. And the drug, it's an inhaler, and it gives the person five minutes of power. <gasps> that so, sounds like not it has exactly a, the same movie, but yeah, it is yeah. exactly the same it movie. It has a different plot. Like, it goes a different way, and I think he, like, they, somebody falls in love, maybe. I don't know. Um, but they, it seems like it goes in a different direction, but that whole, like, five minutes of power thing is the same so anyway but it doesn't say what came of that so i don't really know um but that was i found that interesting okay power inhaler now remember that apartment complex in new orleans so they shot all the they did actually show all this in new orleans they better have and they said that that was important because you know a lot of places will shoot elsewhere and pretend that it's new york well, or I, whatever new orleans is the place that everyone fake shoots other locations at so it would be weird if they were like, <laughs> right. we're not going to shoot in New Orleans. That's like everything's true. shot in New Orleans nowadays. <laughs> yeah. So you remember the scene with the apartment complex? And I was like, that apartment complex is, I get the idea. It was supposed to be, it was where the drug dealer lived. Mm -hmm. And it was supposed to, there's a bunch of trash. And I think you're supposed to get this like shady feeling from it. Right. But. It's a museum. 
it had like this beautiful murals and like it didn't it wasn't graffiti it was like murals all over the building Jesus and murals yeah so um they came across that apartment complex when they were um location scouting so they felt you know they loved it and they wanted to use it for that scene so they kind of rewrote the scene a little bit to fit that building and what that building actually is is an abandoned apartment complex that an artist has created an installation on so it in fact was too pretty to be a drug dealer apartment sounds right it was a museum in a sense yeah i guess art museum piece yeah the uh did they credit the guy i don't know i would hope look at me being sexist yeah i would hope so or them i don't actually know we can look into this i didn't write that one down we already started the podcast no looking hmm all right no looky lose all right i got i got two more two more that's it three maybe that's all you get nope you already said two (laughs) We shook on it. I'll roll. I'll roll some of these in together. Um, okay. I, I have other facts actually that we'll get into when we maybe Car facts. we get there in conversation. Um, the girl. Okay, mm-hmm. so his daughter Tracy, right? The, the fishbender. No, no, no. Tracy, the um, the source of all the power, right? Mm. The whole purpose. Jamie Fox is looking for her. Yeah, and then. That lady that was in charge was gave this whole explanation of why they needed to keep her because she was like Henrietta Lacks, where um, she was the supplier of all this medical uh, cures and advancements and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they were comparing his daughter to Henrietta Lacks, which I discovered the actress who plays Jamie Foxx's daughter, who is being referenced to as Henrietta Lacks, was in the movie about... Henrietta Lacks. <laughs> yeah. Super interesting, huh? No. Super. Just an interesting little no, it's, coincidence. It's cool. I yeah. thought you were about to say it's related to her. No, that would have been like, whoa. Yeah. She just, I don't know who she played in that movie, but um, she was in it. She so. played the male lady? Yeah. The male girl? She no. was like 14. I think her name was Deborah in the movie. Maybe Brenda. What about her sister? I think it was Deborah. And your sister. No, sister. I think her name was Deborah. <laughs> okay. You want the last fact that I'll sure. say right now? I know there's a lot this time. There's been other movies I didn't have any. I had like two. Um, okay, this is the last one. All right. Fishback. Dominique Fishback. Oh, yeah. Okay, so she got her script. And she went to um, a creative arts school in New Orleans and she went through the script with the girls um, at the school and was like, hey, would my character actually say these things? Wait. Was she allowed to do that? I don't know. Like, That's just what show I was scripts to unfinished movies to all your friends. Right? Well, I mean, they weren't her friends. They were just girls at school. It doesn't but- matter. Like, I don't know. I know I can't talk about secret she stuff. She needed that I know to research her character, people. which I think was cool because she just wanted to make sure that someone, a girl from New Orleans, a teen from New Orleans, would actually speak this snitches way. Snitches get stitches. Well, Script snitches get stitches. Maybe. Maybe she made them all sign NDAs. <laughs> maybe they get, like, What's an Maybe NDA? they were credited as consultants. Maybe. They were at a creative arts school, so. They are creative consultants of yeah. arts. So I have other I have other things, but I'll just wait until later. 
Oh, I got a fact for you. Do you? The bad gal in this movie is married to Bradley Whitford. Oh. Oh, that lady. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I wonder if we say she she seems like um an, another an alternate version of and, Andrea Savage. Yeah, Andrea Savage. Yeah. Alternate universe Andrew yeah. Savage. They could play sisters or Yeah. Something. They should play sisters Cousins. if you're listening, either one of you. Um Yeah, Andrea Savage and what's her name? Amy? Lauren Laughlin. No, she's going to jail. <laughs> For three days. Amy Landecker. She's going to play jail. Yeah. Black and Landecker. All right. Well, that was a lot of facts. Thanks for le- letting me tell you. You're welcome. Some things I thought they were interesting. I thought they were facts. Okay. I'm just playing. They were interesting. Well, who was your favorite character? My favorite character? The Stretch Armstrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> That guy who had the powers to be Stretch Armstrong. Did you look him up to see if he was one of those breakers? Oh, I did not. But you know what? Um, I forgot what they call him. They I have a love, name. I love Stretch, um, not Stretch, was it Stretch Armstrong? Plastic Man. That's who I love. Plastic Man, the Plastic cartoon Man? from the 70s. Oh, okay. That was great. I used to was he stretchy? Or mm-hmm. he was just... He was literally, he was, that's what he was. He was, I think he's a, D, um, is he DC Comics? Did he melt in the sun? Um, I don't think so. But he turned into anything. He oh. turned into like a jet and he could make like really stretchy, like when the bad guys would be running, oh, so he, he would was turn like, into a net. He was like Play-Doh. Or yeah, no, he no, was, he, he was form, silly putty. Yeah, he could form into pretty much hmm. anything. Could you smush him on a newspaper and um, uh, lift the comments? I don't know comments? if he ever did that. <laughs> but that reminds me, I need to look for those episodes of Plastic Man. It was cool. Uh, he had really cool shades. Um, yeah. That 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 guy was my favorite. I think um, in the whole movie, that guy. Yeah, I just I liked him. <laughs> um, no, but I think I think uh, I will say that um, Fast Fish. What's her name? Fast Fastbender. What's her name? Fishback. Fishback. Just call her Dominique. Dominique. I think she was really awesome. Uh, I think her best scene was um, when she thought she was going to die in the in the truck when he had her in the trunk. Like if if I was just listening to that, I would be, or if I was outside of our apartment, I'd be like, oh my goodness, someone's trapped inside of <laughs> inside of the oh, apartment. Like the yeah. way she was screaming, kind of like pleading and and scared, it was pretty convincing. So I thought I thought that she was really great, especially for somebody I don't know. I'm not saying she hasn't done anything, but that I, I haven't seen in the you know everyday movie person zeitgeist. So. She was in stuff we haven't watched. Yeah. Like The Hate You Give, which has uh, been on my list to watch forever. Yeah. But I that a couple of these characters, I realize, I'm like, oh, they're newcomers. No, they're just newcomers to me. Well, yeah, that's why I said that. It's like, yeah. I, I, I heavily assume that most of the people I'm seeing on in a movie have been in other stuff. Like, they've either been in children's programming or they're Australian and they're huge in Australia or they're just doing a lot of good work that I just never see. Like, I didn't know that, um, what's her name from Handmaid's Tale has a movie almost every year for the last 20 years. <laughs> so like I only knew Mad Men, this show and one or two oh, other yeah. things, she's but busy. she's works all the time. Okay. So your stretchy guy is a real life contortionist. 
I knew it. That's all I know. I, his name is Xavier Day. Ooh. We thought he might have been one of those dancers. The Stretch Brothers, the two stretch, Flexi we, Arm Brothers. I know. Well, I know we watched them on, um, well, you probably saw them when I was watching. So you think you can dance? Long time ago. Why are you saying it questioning? Because I couldn't remember what it was called for a second. Oh, yeah. They were on that. And then they were in some movie we watched or something. Yeah. But I don't know if that's what, if this guy is one of them. I don't know. Um. Okay. So stretchy guy. And her kidnap scene. Um, I think one thing that was kind of weird to me was the most power. Well, not the most powerful, but the most damage. The the person the person that could give the most damage in the movie barely used his power, which was the dude um, who had the frog bones. He could like, oh, break man, his yeah. bones and then grow knives out of them. I was like, dude, you're on top of a shipping container, and for some reason, you make a bunch of noise coming down and you don't just stab everybody in the chest right uh obviously it's a movie so he couldn't have done it because that would have they would have everyone would have died like in reality he would have won but it was just kind of funny that um that that guy was so powerful but didn't even use his power to the fullest and i think that's the thing over time that makes action movies hard because kind of like about like we were saying about the heat everything becomes so logical in life that sometimes it's hard for you in certain aspects to just float away and be like this is how the story has to go. It has to go against logic because right. logically one John McClane would be dead within the first eight minutes of right. all the diehards. Right. One person cannot stop an army of like, even if you are the worst shot, you could probably kill a person um, with a machine gun. You know, if you're oh, yeah. a- aiming it decently. Right. So as long as it didn't knock you down. Right. And as long as they're not, there's nothing in front of them. But, you know, in action movies, you see people just like unload in front of a guy with no obstruction and right. then he misses the. So, yeah, it's just one of those things that doesn't really matter. So, weird. so all the powers we saw were Joseph Gordon-Levitt was bulletproof. Yeah. And then um, there was the Hulk guy. He well, took uh, it and then turned into like a big giant yeah, Hulk I guess man. He, turn, he turned into like a. He turned like a deformed Hulk. He was small. yeah. He was kind of like sideways and yeah. not really upright. Yeah, he was a mess, but he was gigantic and yeah. And then, and then like the broken, the broken bone frog guy, like you said. Um, there was an invisible guy. Yeah, in the beginning. In the beginning, who else? Oh, fire machine gun Kelly turns into a fireball. Yeah, that was probably the worst one. Like that's the fire. The worst and the power ice, or the, the worst. Fu- Either Fight. way, the first, the, like he never, if he threw like fireballs, yeah, kind of, you know, like the fl- the human torch or whatever, yeah, that would be kind of cool. But Just all he did was into fire. you got to run up on somebody, and then you end up mistakenly setting like a bunch of kids on fire trying right. to kill one person, or setting a house on fire trying. Well, to kill and one also because we saw his character at the beginning of the movie, and he looked fine. Machine Gun Kelly had a face, and then when we saw him later in the movie. After he'd been using his powers, he was, it, I guess it seemed like every time he used his powers, he actually ended up singeing his body. So his face was jacked. So he had caught himself on fire too many times. Never good. What other powers? Kids, when you're out there, don't catch your face on fire too many times. Yeah. Um. There was the ice lady. The ice. There was. Um, oh, the yeah, guy the that just exploded. Dude. Yeah, the guy who took it. I like that. He was, They were like, everybody be cool. And he's like, I'm going to be a, well, a bad guy hero and I'm yeah. going to take it. And he's just. 
I did like that that was an element to this whole thing was that there was kind of a, um, like, uh, you didn't really know what was going to happen. An element of danger, I guess. It's like a literal drug. You never know. That's true. You don't know. know. If you don't know, if you don't have the dosage right or your body just doesn't. But they had been saying it and we hadn't seen it yet. Yeah. So then this one guy takes it. Yeah, I, I think... It was interesting. I would have liked to have seen how they came up with this because the capsule was digital, but also had analog like components in it. There was some sort of liquid or DNA or right. organic material, but then there were computer chips in there. So, yeah, it was because they were tracking it. Remember, that's what he was saying. He said at some point he was like, "Oh, they're putting this out there on purpose so they can study what happens to everybody uh, that's true. when they uh, take it." Maybe so that's they why. were sort of tracking it. I guess that. Yeah, I just wonder if there was another reason there was a like that helped activate it because remember right. you had to turn you it, had to twist you had to it, twist it, and then it would glow. Um, uh, and so I, I was like, "Huh, interesting." But yeah, the the really, yeah, the pill in and of itself was was an interesting character. <laughs> You know, just like how it worked. And then I think that whole animation and everything that happened, um, it's one of those, uh, it's a classic thing. Like when you see people take um, like PCP or something like that in movies and their eyes like open up and then it shows like the blood coursing through the veins and all that, like the the electron microscope kind of point of view. And then the the kind of... uh, not graphic but yeah kind of a cgi version of that where they would show different flows happening of like what looked like sand and water whatever i don't know Mm. what a better description of that is but that was really cool i was kind of like excited i was like yeah somebody's about to rage (laughs) so i thought that was really cool and um i think just just joseph gordon levitt's character Taking the drug like right off the bat was was kind of cool because it wasn't this um, what usually happens in movies where they're like, we've got to stay on the up and up and, you know, keep. He's like, no, we need to get on their level else we're all going right. to die. You know? so, he's like, they're com- they're wreaking havoc. So um, I'm going to join in this. You know what? His accent threw me at first. It took me a minute to. His New Orleans ish uh-huh. accent. Yeah, I was like, oh, what, huh? What's happening? And then I was like, all right, just go with it. And uh, it, was, it settled in after yeah. a minute. It was good when he was calm. Like, I don't know how people knew, from New Orleans talk when they're angry. I don't know too many people that I can think of from New Orleans. But, you know, he had two people who don't live in New Orleans in New Orleans voice. When he got angry, I think it just kind of went wherever it went. But, yeah, hmm. that's cool. Yeah. Um. I think that the 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 interesting thing was this whole um purge idea in a way like if you've ever seen the purge it comes to nope. be that the government is really using the poor um and minority communities as a testing ground mm. for something um and then also using it as a way to rid the population of um people of color and poor people so it was this, it was funny because it was the same type of notion here where it's like, oh, let's go to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And, you know, let's test on these people. Let's like do a Tuskegee Airmen situation on these people. So they kind of and they kind of pointed that out a bit. Yeah. In the movie 
like making reference of like how things were handled when the hurricane mm-hmm. happened. Um, and he was basically like, you saw what anybody cared about when the hurricane hit. So right. when he was um, explaining to Joseph Gordon, I forgot his character's name, Frank. He's explaining to Frank, like, your people are in on this. Everyone is in on this. The government is in on this. Right. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, they didn't really go into that. Like, I thought that was a... It's kind of interesting that they... It, it was like a passing... Yeah, it was kind of like an important part and then a passing part. Because mm-hmm. we... Which was also interesting, again, we never saw Courtney's character, his his boss. Oh, yeah, we never saw him again. He just... Usually, he's the he would walk up next to the bad yeah, lady... Yeah. And be like, we've been working together the whole time. You know? We just ended up with the understanding that he's in right, on it. Right, he's in on it. Like, um, which I think is is more realistic. You know, there yeah. there's a lot of like in in L.A. There's a councilman who was just arrested a couple of months ago. There's probably other council people in on it, but you know, they're not really going to be known or whatever. That's not really a part of the story or what they're really going for. So it's the same kind of thing. It's just like, all right, we're just going to try to get this big fish. Right. And the little fish, they'll all scurry away, you know. So I guess that was realistic. And then his partner, we never saw him again either. Oh, right. We literally saw him go, hey, man, if this was me, I would. And then Joseph Gordon-Levitt had, had bolted. And right. then I think we maybe saw him for We saw him seconds. get shot. Oh, right, right, right. He got shot. And so I guess he lived? I guess so. <laughs> he seemed to only get shot in the shoulder. Yeah. But you know how movies are. I wonder if those are kinds of scenes that, like, they shot follow-up scenes but then they just didn't make it into the movie right or if they were just like we don't need to we don't need to follow up on that that movie the movie would have been like two and a half hours if they would have done that so yeah it's kind of they they probably were like we don't need to go any further on this um yeah it it was interesting like it took a lot of shortcuts but it also did a couple of things like i said that were not usual tropes of action movies but it does leave it kind of lacking from what you're used to. You're kind of like a lot of things weren't wrapped up. Like mm-hmm. we don't know who this, sh- and I don't know if they're going for a part two, like hmm. who this shadow puppet government is you or did who's say, in on it. Do you think it's really over at the end? Yeah, and you said it's over for me. Right. But that's what they all say. They all say it's over for me. And they say, we need you for one right. last run. Right. And then it's diehard 65. Well, the government's not going to let them go. There's more people involved. They'll well, yeah, his daughter. They want his daughter again. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I think that, yeah, that was definitely a kind of a weird um, situation of decisions. But, you know, when you're making a movie, you got to you gotta cut something. Yeah. So you end up with, uh, you know, not everybody can be Tarantino in a four-hour movie. So everybody, <laughs> yeah, I watched yeah. that whole thing four times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. So my favorite character... <laughs> Was um, oh, 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 hold on. Yes. What was your favorite character? Oh, okay. Well, I love Dominique. I loved Robin. That's all. She was my favorite. I like, I find it interesting that they made her a rapper. Like, if you think about the storyline, there's no real reason for that. Not at all. Yeah, she could have just been like she any other been a grocery kid. clerk. Right. But I enjoyed that about her, that she had, um, her own thing going on um, and her own thing. But I just like the actress. I think she did a really good job. I think she had a lot of charisma. Yeah, she was great. That she brought a lot to that. Um, And then I don't, I don't, you maybe left the room, but I don't know if you remember hearing the song at the end called My Power. And that was her. 
Oh, okay. Her and the um, so the friend in class that. Oh yeah, that's all the in the in the dream in the Ally McBeal sequence. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. Could rap. Yeah, that told her to rap and was doing the beatboxing for her. That's the, she's a real rapper and her name is Chica and she is the one who wrote all of the raps the raps for Robin. Riggedy raps. Yeah, so she's on the song at the end as well. So she probably wrote the song, I'm guessing. I don't know. But um but anyway, I just I like all the little things they gave her like she's trying to care, take care of her mom, you know, she's a rapper. She has dream this dream and she's being realistic about her life and So would you say like she grew up a little girl with dreams? Dreams. Dream. Dream. Shout out to Solange. Okay. I was like, I know you're referencing a song, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I never know what they are. You need to listen to my Spotify and Apple but Music. Here's the thing. Here's what I did make note of. Okay. Which kind of is annoying, but you tell kids to a certain point, you tell them, you can be whatever you want to be. Have dreams. Shoot for the moon, whatever. Stars. Stars. Um, you know, you can be what you want to be. But then at some point when the kid, when the person says, like, I want to be a rapper, like, grown people laugh at them. And they're like, that's not a real dream. You can't do that. Well, and it's, it's, it's. But that's what happens. Like, if you want to be an artist, that's not generally super supported. It's just not generally possible. Right. Like it's it's but so still. it's it's kind of like saying, um, I want a dandelion to float into my hand. It could happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know. But it, it's very like if you say I want to be an astronaut, we could at least go, hmm. Uh, you know, let's get them in these classes and let's move to But why can't wherever. we say that to rappers? No, you can do that, but I'm saying the I am what aware people, what that people are what people are striving for is money always. So I know, you know, it's just kind of like we can push somebody towards that. And if they don't, if they can't become an astronaut. Maybe they can work in mission command or maybe they can work for an aerospace company or maybe they could be a molecular engineer or something like well, that. Well, I like this. I mean, I like the scene where he laughs at her and is like, OK, whatever. Why are you being so mean that he laughs at her? Because it was rude. All right. But and then, that's why you liked it. He was no, rude. I like it because she showed him. Explain yourself. She showed him with her rap words. Riggedy rap. Yeah. So, which was basically like an improv. Like, give me a word, you know? <laughs> like. Oh, you're talking about the actual thing with yeah. Jamie Foxx's character. I thought yes. you meant with the the Ally McBeal scene with the teacher. No, no, no. The scene, yeah. When, when, because you know, teachers are kind of paid to tell you, like, stay in school, don't be a rapper. Um, but Jamie Foxx just laughed at her. And then she proved herself and he was like, oh, all right. Okay. You're cool. Like, yeah. Follow that dream. And then at the end though, did you notice? Did I notice? A lot of movies do this. They'll use the radio DJ as the narrator mm -hmm. to like take you through the movie. And so the radio DJ was always the one telling us like, oh, there's crazy people running the street. Oh, they blew up this. Oh, did you see this crazy thing that happened? So they're kind of telling us what's going on in the city that we don't see. And then at the very end, he said, um, oh, did you hear the new song by Robin Riley? But it was too soon to hear that. I don't know. But he said something about. Like she had a song already? Yeah. That's what I was confused about. I was but like, it wait, is this been the too right soon, person? But he said, that he said Robin Riley. So I don't know. Maybe she 
immediately. She quickly uploaded the yeah. SoundCloud and you know. called her that yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I thought that was maybe maybe that was Radio DJ from the future. I don't know. <laughs> Radio DJ yeah. from the future giving you all the hits that you don't know anything yeah. about. But anyway, but I liked I liked her because she was a kid, but she was like, because there was that one scene where he was like, you can't be a kid and be out here in the streets yeah, dealing drugs. Like, you can't do both. You are. Let that be a lesson, kids. Right. The minute you start dealing drugs, you are now growing up. You are now up, an adult. And you have adult consequences. But, At least that's what the state prosecutor says. But she still had very, she had all of like, she still had kid qualities. Um, and still like portrayed that. And so I thought that was like, she had a Velcro wallet. <laughs> just, you know, I guess those would be like actor choices or like the, I don't know who decided she still needed to like walk with her arm behind her back and like little things like that, where you pick up and you're like, Oh, she is still a child, even though she's, you know, talking big and, and doing things and trying to take care of her mom. Like she is still actually a child. She's still a baby. Yeah. So I like that. Well, that's good you like that. Did you notice that Major was wearing a NASA shirt? I kept waiting for that to like come into play. Uh, Yeah, I also noticed that when his kid was taken, he had the same shirt as the whole movie. So I was like... Oh, really? Did you watch that shirt? Oh, I didn't yeah. notice that. Yeah, when the car was flipped, he had a NASA shirt on. Maybe oh. he just has 10... Maybe he's like um, but Steve I was like, Jobs or Ernest. But I was like, does he work for NASA? Where is NASA. In Florida. Uh, a bunch of places. Nah, uh, it's always been a bunch of places. Houston, Florida, probably Maryland. Everywhere. Well, he said he drove from Tampa, so. Probably Tampa, know. too. But that doesn't really ever come in to play. I was like, oh, there's going to be like a NASA. I don't know what That's it would conspiracy. be. <laughs> yeah, it's a Maybe NASA this thing. is like a Flight of the Navigator prequel. Right, I don't know. You are the Navigator. Um, I think, yeah, um, the other scene that I think was really cool that kind of elevated this, like the first scene where we saw the guy running with the, with the, with the money from the bank was interesting, but the (laughs) one where they went to the grocery store and then he shot up all those dudes, um, was the first time I was like, oh snap, these drugs are pretty insane. Um, and that kind of sparked that. I felt like that's when the movie started taking off. It was just like a lot of setup before then. And mm. I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I know think- we were both a little bit confused for a little bit as far as if he had powers or not. Right. Because at that point, like we didn't see his, we finally figured out we didn't see his powers until the very end of the movie. Right. And then he was fighting people who had powers. Right. So we weren't, we were a little bit like, is he like a juiced up soldier or is he just a fighter? Like, right. We didn't really, we we're a little bit confused. Um, yeah, it was, it was interesting. You know, I think, like you said, that's the great thing about this premise is nobody really knows what their power is until they take it. So I can't remember if any of those people had already taken it or or not, but, um, depending on the power, you could fight them or you could shoot them or whatever, you know, their power made, it's funny because their powers were all physical in a way physical manifestations but some animals are just like there were no like cheetah people you know what i'm saying or stealth or like bats because that would have been interesting like you take the pill and then you turn into a bat like creature or a possum and you're like holy crap it's really bright and then it works against you and you just get the crap right you know um or you become a rat and you just try to run and hide like those are certain things that Hmm. if if 
I don't know how they engineered it. Like I said, they didn't go into all that detail. Right. But it would have been kind of interesting, you know, to see somebody's like, man, I'm about to take this thing. You ready? <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And then they just turn into a snake. And then somehow they're like, get close to me so I can open my mouth. Like, right. Like, I, have... I guess you can constrict, but, you know. Also, how would you know what you're, unless it was That's like an overt power, how would you even know what you could do? Like That's if you true. became Why a snake it? and all you had, like you had a venom bite, but I, you don't know that. That's true. Invite like, somebody. You're it, like, what? It, yeah. The movie assumes that like maybe there's a trigger internally. Yeah. That kind of tells you like, hey, you can But these were fire. all very outward right. powers. Well, as I'm saying, you could have a power Except where- Except for being bulletproof. I wonder how he figured that out. Like his was not I guess like, he got shot previously. Within that five minute window. No, I'm saying he, I think he, was that the first time he took it? No, no, no. I mean, you- I mean, he knew then that he was bulletproof. That's, that's why he maybe, took it. But maybe he took the thing and then something went down and yeah. he got shot. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, oh. interesting. Yeah. Hmm. He like winced and he Pete winced. Yeah. And then it was like. But what if that hadn't happened and he might not know what his power was? Yeah, I guess so. Or like I was saying, somehow it clues you in to be like, hey, you can find worms. And it whispers. You're like, you're like, oh, worms? That's not really. Your body, it sends you, the little computer chip inside sends you a text message. Yeah, maybe. By the way, your power is. Yeah. <laughs> Check your phone. Your power is. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, that That's kind of, yeah, what I was saying is just like a lot of these things are unknown. Yeah. About how they come about. Hey, Josh. Hey. Look, look in my eye. Your eye? Look in my eye. Are you the captain now? Am I lying? What, what are you talking about? That's what he says through the whole movie. Listen to my voice. Am I lying? Who says that? Jamie Foxx, the whole movie. Oh, I He never... says it like, well, probably only like four or five times, but enough that somebody... To who? About what? Okay. The first time we hear it was um, when he was chasing after fire, Machine Gun Kelly, fireman, mm-hmm. and he was on the other side of the door and he's yelling at him and he was like... um you know, come out here or I'll shoot you, whatever. And he says, listen to my voice. Am I lying? Right? So that's the first time he says it. I guess mm-hmm. to intimidate him. And then later he tells the girl he's like bullying her into helping him before they're friends. Um, Robin. And he says, look in my eye. Look in my eye. Am I lying? Because he's like, I'm going to kill your mom if you don't help me. Look in my eye. Am I lying? And then he says it. It's going to be my new saying. He says it a couple other times. And then... um. Joseph Gordon Frank even uses that as kind of like a keyword to get Jamie Foxx to trust him when he goes inside. And he's like, Robin told me to tell you blah, blah, blah. And then she ended it with, am I lying? <laughs> so that was like his catchphrase, like right. his thing. That's weird. Yeah. I didn't notice that at all. Oh, yeah. The whole movie. Hmm. You got to rewatch it. Yeah. The whole thing now. Just for, just for those three <laughs> just parts. Just for that, yeah. When yeah. we rewatch the fight scene. Yeah. It's in Probably there. not, but yeah. Um, yeah, the um, it was good. It was a solid film, and like you know, I think we were talking about the dialogue. It was no, what was that? Was it Omega Man? What was that? Not Omega Man. Omega Man. What was that? What is, what's the Omega one with Will Smith had a young copy of himself? Oh, Gemini. Gemini Man. That is one of the worst dialogues I've ever seen for a major film. But um, yeah. I still love Will. Will give me a call. Um, <laughs> welcome on the podcast anytime. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the dialogue was horrible, and um, yeah, this didn't have great dialogue, but it Mm-mm. definitely wasn't Gemini Man, so no. that's good. Can I tell you the cringe line I wrote down? No, okay, text it to me. Okay, did you text it? Not yet. My phone, you told me to turn my phone off. Oh, well, I guess we'll just never hear it. Okay, 
It was when um when Robin was fixing him up in the uh the vet where she was stitching him up after he got shot. Mm-hmm. Which then also we realized, okay, he's not invincible because I thought maybe he was. Um, so she's stitching him up and blah blah, and then after he makes her wrap and blah blah, then she she raps about antibiotics, right? And then he picks up the bottle and he's like, "Wait, these are for dogs." And then she goes, "Yeah, well, you're the big dog." And I was like, "Oof, hmm. no, <laughs> bad." Immediately wrote it down. You're the big dog. Cringy line that should be on a list. Like BuzzFeed does those lists sometimes of like cr- cringeworthy lines that stand out. That goes in there with um, that line from the movie with Gaga. And we always laugh. Oh. Whatever that line was. It was better was. in the movie, though. It was. It's like, hey, what? What? Yeah. Yeah. So, but that was a cringe line. And then there was another one, but I forgot to write it down. But it was, there were a few others, and they mostly came from Frank, from Joseph Gordon Levitt's character. Way to go, Frank. But this big dog one, that was pretty bad. Yeah. That Cheese sounds, ball. Yeah, I remember that. That was not that great. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff I was talking about. Those little, like, small jokes. Yeah. They should have just ditched the jokes. Yeah. Some of them were pretty good. I did like the I did like the character the um relationship between Frank and Robin. Which one was Robin? You know, I don't remember names. Oh, Robin's the girl. Dominique. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. They had that rapport, right? He was looking out for her. He cared about her. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, because they had been like friends for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they were like buddies. Buddy, buddy. Yeah. It was it was slightly cringe, but it was also kind of funny when um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character came in through the window to save her mom. <laughs> yeah, from the two. I like that scene, guys. Yeah, what we can't be together, right? <laughs> it just I was yeah. like, wait, why is he taking off his clothes? Yeah, I didn't know why he did that. What but is yeah. happening? I was like, oh, that's some quick thinking. I don't know why they didn't stay because once he said, "Do you have a cat?" I'd have been like, wait, yeah. I, mean, I would have been like, what? I thought he was going to get busted on that, but mm-hmm. they're, they're meatheads. So I guess they didn't really think that. Right. And then he pulls out the phone like, oh, I'm going to put in, they got to get out of there at that point. They can't yeah, be. They can't be. Blasted but, everywhere. Well, it is, it they're, is they're allegedly under, online. Their government, you know. The government. I guess we never really figured out who exactly is running things. Which well, yeah, I think you were a, saying earlier, but. Yeah. The government. It's always they're just. To, they're trying to go for a part two. It's. The government. <laughs> the government. Oh, the government. Can we can we talk about the pistol shrimp? Sure. This will be our last thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, We're ending on the pistol shrimp. Ending on the I pistol, pistol shrimp. I pistol shrimped you. So, guys, the pistol shrimp. Oh, wait, no. Before I talk about the pistol shrimp, I have to mention that the guy in the very beginning of the movie with the beard that was like handing out the drugs, he had Is serious- Rick Sanchez as a shrimp. No, his name I think is like um, Rodrigo Santoro. He had major circus. What's the guy ringmaster vibes? And also, he made me think of um, Commander. What's his face from Handmaid's Tale? But mostly, he just seemed like a ringmaster. Like he seems like a very odd character. He of casting and of characters, he just seemed like an odd. He didn't really fit the movie. Okay. To the pistol shrimp. Let's do it. So, Jamie Foxx's character, I don't know if he had an actual name, but they called him Major. We were wondering the whole movie what his power was going to be. So eventually, finally, at the end, because he said he was saving his pill, and we were yelling at the screen like, why aren't you taking your thing? And then we figured out why. Because it was this massive power um, 
And he explained to his guard, like, my power is the pistol shrimp. And then I had to look this up because I was wondering if it was true. So he explained it to him that it was this little tiny shrimp. And they're about one to two inches long. Teeny tiny. Mm-hmm. So How they, do they fry up, though? I don't know. Probably really loud. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just, like, blew up your apartment. I really want to see one of these, though. I mean, there's pictures, but you, you can't really. You haven't seen really... a video? No. Oh, I've seen a video. It's oh, okay. I need to find this video then. Yeah, so they have YouTube. like one big claw, right? One regular claw, one big claw. Could be the right, could be the left. Doesn't it's really like matter. When Homer Simpson started lifting weights on mm-hmm. one hand. Yeah. So these shrimps. Or sit... when Morty got one, he just t- took that one dead guy's hand in the oh, yeah, yeah. Mad Max. So um. Or, no, I don't have any others. So he has the one big claw and he snaps it. Thanos. It's so loud, it creates a bubble. And that makes this like crazy loud acoustic pressure noise thing. And then that also, when the bubble does something, it goes back in maybe? Burst? Maybe. Oh, collapsing. So the collapsing cavitation bubble. So a lot of sciencey words. I'm not sure what's happening, but that creates sonoluminescence. Sonoluminescence, maybe, which creates the heat hotter than the sun. Snap, what son. is this? Oh snap, son! What is this? Oh snap, son! Yeah. Wait. So how does he not get caught up in the? I don't form? know. It says the um the bubble reaches the temperatures of over eight thousand K. Um, or 7,700 Celsius. Just think if we can harness that power to cook food. You just snap your finger. You just snap open these shrimp and then cook with them? No, you snap your finger to cook food. Like you just snap it and everything around just cooks. It's so all this, all this happens and it stuns other big fish and then he goes out and gets them and eats them. That's the whole point. But also the fish, these little things are, um, on par with the noise of sperm whales and beluga whales. So he's like in the top three of noisiest things in the ocean. And it can even interfere with anti-submarine warfare. Ooh, maybe there's Russian um, snap shrimp, snap dragons. Russian pistol shrimp? Yeah. But that's why they're called pistol because they're like like pistol sound. Yeah. They shoot the sound at the other fish. I understand how pistols work. And eat them. I know, I know. I am work. amazed by the pistol shrimp. I know, they're amazing. This movie has been very educational for me. About what What else? Pistol shrimp. Oh, just that. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else. Like, nope. oh, you know. Just pistol shrimp. And and now Dominique um, Fishback. Yeah, Fishback. You have a hard time with that name. Never heard her name Dominique before. Wilkins. And Dominique Wilkins. Dominique Dawkins. I know who she is and I'm a fan. You going to watch all the movies she was in now? Maybe. I don't, I don't believe it. She's in some TV shows. I don't believe it. Whatever. I'm going to tell her, you haven't watched anything besides Project Power. You know what? I did think that um, I'm a little sad that we didn't get to see this movie in the theater because I think it could have been- This a, movie? Yeah. I think it could have been a fun theater movie. Mm-hmm. Like action-y. I'm giving, I'm giving a De Niro face to that. <laughs> it could have been. It could have been a fun- mm-hmm. Because it's an action movie. I give, it, I give it a puppy dog sound. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been a fun theater flick. You think somehow being with flick. other people would have made it 
No, just or more? being in the like the sound, the oh, big the surround, action. yeah, the action oh, okay. and the big screen, and you know, we had to turn ours up and turn the EC off so that we could watch the movie. But anyway, I guess that's it. I liked it. Seventy. All right. Well, I guess that's all. It's weird. I said seventy, and we're talking numbers, but we originally said we weren't going to like judge movies like that. We did. I did. Oh. Oh, that's so, right. You didn't want to give ratings. Yeah, well, I didn't want to be like, you know. Well, I wanted hey, us we just to create. Hey, we just gives a score. Of it. <laughs> no, I wanted us to create our own scale. Like, we give it seven spoons. Oh, yeah. that sounds more like you're the big dog now or whatever. <laughs> Cheesy. Yes. But I don't get paid a ton of money to write movies, so it's That's okay. true. All right. All right. Well, remember, hey, we just saw movie.com. Find us on uh, the Instagrams. We're on Spotify, Subscribe. Apple, blah blah blah. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Yeah, like please, if you do like us, please just 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 whisper into someone's ear. Like come up behind them, like Biden, whisper it in their <laughs> ear. Say we want hey, some more listeners. Yeah, we always like more listeners. All that type of stuff. We want people to uh, who love movies like we do and watch a lot of movies to be able to kind of commiserate no that's no. that's negative yeah commiserate in a positive way with us <laughs> so hit smash that like button hit the bell to get notifications <laughs> all the stuff youtube is today but on subscribing to our podcast and on that note michelle says am i lying <laughs> <laughs> there we go see you guys okay, bye y'all <laughs>